Hey y'all, welcome to 1322 Life. I'm so happy to have you guys here today. And today I have a special guest, Miss Harmony Batia. I may have said it slightly wrong at the end, but she said it's just my accent, so it's okay. <laughs> but <laughs> Harmony is a virtual assistant for speakers and coaches. Um, she does project management, task and event management, and she's based in Cape Town, South Africa. Um, she's an amazing woman of God and has a beautiful uh, story and testimony to share with us today. And I just can't wait to dive in. All right. So, hey, Miss Harmony. Hey, Bree. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I know there's a time zone difference, but we're all good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy you could be here and that we were able to find a time that works for both of us because when I talked to you, I was like, oh, we got to make this happen. And I didn't want to keep you up late at night. <laughs> and I also didn't want to be up early, early in the morning. But so it worked out great for us. So I wanted to know, like, you know, in this space, we we're just talking about like our journey and um, the way that God has blessed us and, you know, allowed us to see financial success or, you know, just our version of success with what he's done, like just by following biblical principles. So um, do you have a story that you want to lead us into? Um, okay, I'm going to share one of my my favorite stories, actually, of my my journey to success. I don't think I've reached my top tier of success yet, of but course. I'm still on the way there. And just how God has um, had his hand on me right through from my requests and how he's just been a provider and he's taken care of me. Yeah. So there was um, in 2023, I had this desire to go back to school and further my studies. And I was uh, not sure how to do it. You know, I didn't have the finances. I didn't have anybody to call on and say, please help me. I was an adult. My parents were they weren't able to finance me. So I did what I knew was to first pray about it and ask because, you know, God meets the desires of our hearts. So I, yeah. I had this desire. I prayed about it. And you know how in the word that says, God, um, once you pray, you pray about something, he will answer. And I knew God was going to answer because he's always answered our prayers. And so after making that request, I even put it in the altar I told my uh, pastor's wife about it and I said I really want to go to back to school I want to go and get my qualification in events management then the one Sunday um I saw a need because you know sometimes God will say um he will you will ask for something and he'll ask you to meet a need so it's a whole about a hear and obey thing and yeah. There's always a need in the church. There's always a need in our community. You just have to have your eyes opened enough to see. And surprisingly enough, um, it was a Sunday where we there was altar call and there were no tissues and you had people crying. And, you know, some ladies in the, in the front row or from the back will be pulling out their tissues from their purses and things like that. And I was like, there's no tissues, you know? And I'm like, mm -hmm. I need to go buy tissues. So I took from my tithes. So and I was working at the time as a receptionist. So I took I took my tithe of however much that was. Let's say I was earning five thousand rand, 
and I took 500 rand of that and I went and I bought tissues for the month. So that was probably like five boxes or six or 10 boxes of tissues. And I went and I bought those boxes of tissues, brought them to church quietly. No one knew. No one knew what it was about. I just took it to the ashes and I said, there's the tissues, use them for altar call. And then every month end, I did that. Wow. And I bought these tissues. I bought these tissues every single year. And my prayer request was still the same. God, please provide for me to get these things. And God kept showing up. And in small ways first, where it was my, I had to do my application. He was there. He carried me through. When I had to do my interview, he was there. I could feel it. I knew it. And then it came to okay. the last point and fast track it now to when I needed to pack up and go because I told everybody I'm going to this amazing school. I uh, My mom had signed the contract with me. Um, everything was there. It was done. And I was praying for bursary. Now, when you do it in your own strength, that is when um, sometimes things don't work out. And mm -hmm. I wanted to give glory to God for this. And it wasn't just about just me. You know, and I didn't want to give other people credit for it because I wanted to be the one to have this achievement and I wanted God to be the one to be glorified for this. Yeah. So I applied for bursary after bursary after bursary and I keep calling this. Yes. So bursary is like a scholarship for us over here. Correct. <laughs> yes. So that's it. It's like a scholarship for sure. I applied and I kept applying and I kept applying and I get these rejection emails. And yes, it, get, it got me all disappointed and hurt. So January came now, this is two weeks before I'm supposed to pack up and leave. And I and I don't have a place to stay. All I know is that I'm going to the school. Mm. I then phoned the school because now I'm disappointed. I've already resigned from my job, okay? And my boss is aware that I'm going to leave at the end of the month to go do the to go to school. He's very supportive and everything. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to call the school and tell them I can't come because I haven't had the funding. And mm -hmm. I make that phone call and the lady says, Harmony, just hold on a second. I will call you in an hour. And I said, okay, fine. I put the phone down and I accept and I, you know, breathe about it. And I'm like, okay, God, I surrender it all to you. And I've given it all to you. An hour later, I check my emails randomly my personal email and there it is a whole email saying you've been granted a bursary that covers all school expenses okay that's my textbooks yeah. the course and it all came to it was supposed to be 160,000 rand that I didn't have my parents didn't have and that is the exact amount that I had been asking for and I needed to pay for school and so that's how God came through for me firstly Secondly, it was getting to the school. My my family then gathered together and we all drove with the little amount that we had, drove, took me to Cape Town. And when I got there, still struggled for a place to stay, like my faith was still being tested, but God still came through. And I found a place with a lovely lady and with a small family. I rented out a small room in the back and she was lovely, very supportive, kept to my space. And for me, that was a test to say that the Lord is my provider always. Like just lean into him, lean into faith. And it all starts off with just giving, you know. And mm -hmm. I know there's a difference between like tithing and an offering. And I took my tithing, but sometimes 
I would actually still give a tithe and then make it my offering. So like one month it would be take it from my tithe and buy the tissues. And the one month I'm like, no man, I feel like I want to tithe like proper, put it in an envelope and give. And then the added extra that I had, I would then make that like buy the tissues and make that my offering. At the end of the day, it's still me giving back to God. And no one says, and I don't even think it's in the Bible that it says, you know, give specifically just money. It's um it's you gotta give of your your produce or your um mm-hmm. productions or your possessions. That's what it says in the Bible about tithing or offering. And for me, that was what I could give because I saw a need. And there it was. And I gave. Yeah. That is so beautiful. I love this story because it's crazy how just like buying boxes of tissues and how you saw that that was a need for your church. And by supplying that, that it was able to like open up the floodgates of heaven for you by giving you a full ride scholarship to college. Like that is unheard of. Like that is amazing. That's just showing how God is still just in the little things. He, he just, he loves when we just show that our heart is in him and that we're trusting in him and believing in him. Um, and I'm so happy that this morning, uh, my husband and I, we do a Bible study, um, in the morning to start our day with God. And so this Bible verse that we read this morning is like perfect for this story. Did not even think about the correlation <laughs> when we're doing Bible study, <laughs> but uh, it just hits home now. And so it says, uh, it's Malachi 3.10. And this yes. is the version. And it says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. And like, I don't know about you, but like for me, taking some boxes of tissues <laughs> and making sure that everyone can, you know, praise Jesus and get the snot off their face. And, <laughs> you know, for a small amount, whether you said like it was like 500 Rand versus getting a full ride scholarship for 160,000 rand. It's just like, that just shows overflow. That just shows God's like uh, his grace, his, his favor, like favor is not fair. Yes. Because you didn't sow $160,000, you know, into your education yes. or anything or into the church, but it was just like, you sold what you had, you did what you could yes. and God just overflowed in abundance. So he tells us to test him on this and you tested him and look, oh my God, look. Exactly. And the scripture that I had as for me as confirmation, because, you know, God gives you evidence of what he will do. For me, it was Luke 8. I'm just going to read it to you. It is give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap. So I just gave. The instruction was just to give and in good measure. So however much I gave, I still just gave. And his promise is, will be poured into your lap for, for with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Yeah. So, but God is a God of abundance. So it could have been, let's say I spend 10,000 Rand on these tissues in the course of 12 months, but for God, it was a hundred and whatever 150 160 170 thousand rand 
for him because of how I gave with obedience and an open and a, a open heart, a loving heart, a willing and yeah. yeah and then he just he, he he knew my heart. That's the thing and why I gave and it was a an obedient heart and yeah. he he met me. Yeah. And that's because God's a heart doctor. So it's like, God doesn't go tick for tack with us, right? He doesn't say, oh, you gave yes. me five, I'm going to give you five back. He's a multiplier. So yes. he's already, like, I think it's in Deuteronomy. Like, he tells us that he'll give us a hundred, a thousand fold. Like, so it's not to, it doesn't matter, like, how much you gave. It's just about your heart posture. And yes. um, I've always had my pastor say that, you know, God's a heart doctor and or a heart surgeon and he's always just like looking at your heart and where you know you're coming from so if you're being greedy and selfish and like that I'm just going to give this little bit that I have to out of obligation you're going to see nothing back but if instead you're giving from a place from your heart and you're like God I'm giving everything that I can give to help bless your kingdom I just really want oh. to you know be of service I just really want to make sure I'm following you right now and that I'm like doing your will it, it may be the yeah. same exact amount, but because your heart posture is right, it makes all the difference. That person that is mm -hmm. stingy is just like, oh, I just can't stand it. Like, because God loves a cheerful, cheerful giver. So, you know, like they may not see any return. Um, but when your heart posture is right, I think God shows up and shows out. And that is just so amazing. Like, because it's crazy. Like, no one thinks that these box of tissues would make such a big difference. And it did. And this was just this year uh this was almost eight years ago uh wait, oh. in 2023 now this was 10 years ago actually this was 10 years ago from now so That's 2013 god, it was 2013 when when i did this so yeah wow. god really does. and just to add on that um after i left the um the church and moved to to cape town and a year later, I returned to visit, and one of the ladies who was an usher, and I kept, and I had, she noticed that I did this. She actually took over and didn't tell anybody, didn't know why I did it, had never asked me why I did it. She also, I guess, prompted by the Holy Spirit, there's a need because there wasn't anybody doing it. Yeah. And so she kept giving. And then she got sick very very sick and the doctors didn't know what was wrong with her she was in and out of hospital and um god met her needs he healed her so oh for me that was a testimony to say and confirm it's just god is not just a provider of financing or housing or anything he gives where there is a need and she her request was for for healing and restoration mm -hmm and recovery and he touched her and he healed her and i mean through her whole process of being in the doc at, at the hospital and everything she had um one of the the one of the ladies that go to the our same church was her doctor was her supportive wow. doctor basically and she would go they pray with her and say you're going to be okay um you need to take your medication, you need to do this and be supportive of her. Yes, she had her doctors at the hospital who were taking care of her, but the friend that was a doctor that would come and visit, would come pray with her, be supportive, and when she does her rounds, would come and check on her. So God provides these angels in human form, and that's how um he came through as well. So it could literally start with a small thing like tissues of you just giving and serving and being obedient but God comes through in his own way and says, I can still do the same just as much as you've been given. I can give back to you in 
tenfold in different ways. Beautiful. Now, I also want to bring up, you had said that when you were in college, how God provided for you. Can you uh, share uh, what that was like? Um, just one thing that I can remember, which is very significant. So there was a time where, um, you know, when you're on your journey and things are going mm. well, but then there's still those little struggles that will lead you into place of like doubt. And you're like, mm. is God still there? So I had only a little bit of an allowance from my parents that they could assist me and find me with. So my family could only give me a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that could only meet me to every month. So I could have enough groceries, just enough to go buy. And I ended up joining this church where there was a, a, a lady, um, Bibin, she was she welcomed me so well with love. And she was also hosting um, a, a connect group that um, from the church. So she invited me and she said, how many you need to come to connect? And it was literally walking distance from um, where I stayed and from the church as well. So I would go every um, every Wednesday night. And the one time I shared that I had ran out of groceries and I didn't know what my next meal was going to be. And lo and behold, the landlord calls me and says, do you want to have dinner with us? Or sent me a message and said, do you want to have dinner with us? And that was, you know, like provision for me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to keep with, you know, a bit of food in my tummy. And there was a little bit of extra that I could take over for lunch. She was like, that must never happen again. You can never go hungry. If you Mm -hmm. run out of groceries, you should let me know. I have never let her know ever. I never did <laughs> let her know ever. But she saw a spe- every time she saw a special at um pick and pay or um like any grocery store, she would put in a little grocery bag, pack it in for me, and then she would say, call me and say, How many? I'm at the gate any day. Like it would be a random time and it'll be the perfect time because I would have been like close to the last bit of food or it's close to the end of the month, it's mid-month or something. She would literally be on God's time to send me a little bit of groceries and I'll be like, that's God's provision. I, I, I never had to say I'm running out of groceries or I need this. I, uh, you know, I don't know what to pack for lunch, but she would literally rock up on time and God's time, not mine. <laughs> and I would have groceries enough to get me to the end of the month or even a little bit further because it was just God's provision. So yeah. Wow. I love that. That is just so beautiful. Like God is always in a nick of time and just how she let God use her. Yes. So she allowed herself to just be used by God in that moment to help bless you because um, you sound like me. I hate asking for help. So it's like, I'm not (laughs) going to do it. I'm not going to ask you for help. I'm not going to tell you I'm in need. I'm just going to like, God, find a way. <laughs> like, you know, like Jesus worked this out for me, but it's like, I, I I hate to complain or feel like I'm bothering anyone or putting anyone yeah. out of their way. So I get that. But another way to look at that is if she didn't know, because if it hadn't been for that Bible study, she didn't know. And the same yeah. way God was in the little things when it came to your tissues, how was, you know, God probably has blessed her abundantly just for looking out for you with those meals. But you could have stopped her blessing by not letting her know you needed that. Because, exactly. you know, if, if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, thank God for the Holy Spirit, like, you know, just moving and giving us an unction to be like, you know, let me 
she probably still does need something or, you know, she's a young college student. Like she, she could use a meal or something like that, or let me go yes. ahead and eat things for her. So, but it's just like, you know, if not, it could be like, oh, well, I guess she's just fine. Or I guess everything's okay. And it's like, oh, you, now you're missing out on a blessing because you weren't able to bless someone, but you didn't know that they needed to be blessed. So you couldn't meet the needs. So I, I, I try and look at things like that too. Like, let me not block anyone else's blessing. Um, I'm yes. <laughs> so I never just say, no, thank you. I just say, God, if it's you, you'll let me know. And then I just say, thank you. And then somewhere along the way, God will show me and say, yeah, it was me because you can now see, you know? Yes. And how would you have God? Because then it would come literally on time. I would have like the last, you know, like last couple of eggs or like peanut butter and bread. And mm -hmm. um, also it would last me until the next time my mom can say, okay, I'm sending you money or I get that next waitressing job. And yeah, then I knew it definitely is, was for God. That is so beautiful. I love that. I'm so happy that she was able to be a blessing to you and that you were able to receive that. I, I love how God has shown up. And sometimes we need time to just reflect on how God has already shown up. Because like you said, you're not where you want to be yet as far as like, you know, you're not at the finish line, which none of us are. We're still alive, right? So as long as we're alive, we're always going to have that next thing. Um, yeah. There are people that are billionaires and they're still chasing something else because it's just like, for them, it's like, there's more in them. There's more in us to give. So every day that we have breath, we have more in us to give, more to achieve, more to go after. And, um, but it's still like just such an amazing story because I think it tells everyone, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you can or can't do currently. Um, but more so let's focus on like, you know, do, does my church need tissues? Like, does my, like, what need can I help fulfill? Do I know of a yeah. college student that needs a meal or that could use some food? Um, yeah. so, like, it's just, there's so many different things. Like, maybe there's a newborn in the church and, you know, maybe you should get some diapers for them or something. Like, I don't, I don't know, but just like, pay attention to see if there's a need that needs to be filled. Yes. So. It was reminded for me, it was a reminder that, uh, the church is not just a building and it's the people we are the church you are the church so if you were to have a need um you bring that to you you know i would bring that to you i would um you, you look out for where there is a need and that is those are god's people so you are the church um my neighbor is the church whoever next to me around me or whoever I cross paths with, those people are the church. It's not right. only all that they need. They need help in so many ways. I um I mean there there are times where during COVID, um, where people are looking for jobs, um, even post COVID, I still actually sit and um help people find jobs. I'm now a virtual assistant. I'm doing things for myself and I know people are needing jobs. No one wants to go solo and independent, but I help people um, brush up their CVs um, at a no cost. It's like, friend, I need this done. Or they sit back and they're like, oh, my CV's fine. And I'm like, no, let me have a look at it. Let me have a see. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need just like a little brushing up. 
that's giving of my time. I could have invested yeah. that time into my business because my business is to make money. It needs to bring me an income. But still, I'm giving of my time to somebody else who's in need of a little bit of assistance. They haven't even asked, or even if they ask, then you help them find a job. I sit online and I go through um, LinkedIn and I see, okay, there's a job post paid for to somebody else who I know might be good for it. Or if an agent reaches out to me or something, I'm like, oh, I think I might know somebody who's available for it. Paid forward to somebody who's actually mm -hmm. gonna benefit from it. So that's giving of my time as well. And then God will somehow bring something towards me or a client or um some or I'll meet somebody who knows somebody that will need my services. And then here we go. Awesome. God meeting my my income needs and taking care of me still. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. I love it. It never stops with God. He never stops showing up. Like <laughs> pray about anything. So I love that. I love that. It's just so such a beautiful story. I love being able to hear about how God is working in other people's lives because um it, it really it helps me too. Like I didn't even know that this was what this podcast is going to be for. Um, I tell everyone this is God's podcast. Uh, so I didn't know that he was making this more of a testimony space. I thought this was just going to be about finances. And <laughs> so, but it's just like, it's so beautiful how God is working because I'm getting to know so many beautiful people and their amazing testimonies that God has like showed up for them in different ways. And it really just moves me and just helps me on my faith journey and walk where it's just like, yeah, God, I remember what you did for me, but I'm also hearing about what you've done for your other children. And it's just like, wow. Yeah. Wow. And um, it also just reminds me of like, when it comes to like a faith walk, um, my great aunt, she has told me, she was just like, you know, God will give you whatever you believe for. Like, you just have to make sure that your belief is matching where um you're expecting God to show up so as sometimes we're just not believing for enough if we feel like we haven't received enough and it's just like yeah. you were believing for that 160 rand 160,000 yeah. rand for you to be able to go to school and not have to pay a dime and God showed up he gave yes. you a full ride for exactly what you were believing for and it's like but what mm -hmm. if you were only believing for 50,000 or a hundred thousand he still would have showed up for exactly what you were believing for. And then you still wouldn't have had yes. like, you know, but so it's just, or maybe he still would have showed up with 160,000. It's just like, God, I know this is you. Like, yes. <laughs> you knew exactly what, you knew I couldn't like come up with the rest and you just knew what I needed. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. So that's so beautiful. All right. So this is where we're going to switch gears a little bit um, and go into the part where we do get to talk a little bit about finances and money um, during this okay. podcast. So I always ask each person to tell me one problem that they're dealing with um, in their finances that I can help with right now. So just like one question. I have the question you submitted, but did you want me to go off of that one or did you have something else you wanted to speak on? Or to you can go on that. All right. So I have lack of savings. As a business owner, I'm not able to take a full salary from the business. Right now, I'm focused on building my business, paying bills and getting rid of debt. So I think that what you're asking is just like how to save while also doing, doing that journey. Um, a great way you can do that is sometimes you can't afford to save 50%, 30% or, you know, a very high amount. Um, but something that I did start uh, doing before was the way I typically save is I wait until the end of the month and all the money that's left over, I just throw it in a savings account. 
And then we hit a roll bump where it was like, it was seeming like there was nothing left at the end of the month because we started spending um, just as much as we had coming in and it was looking crazy. So what I started doing was I took, um, after I paid my tithes, I would pay God his 10%. Then I would take an additional 10% for myself and throw that into savings before I pay any bills or anything else. And somehow we still had enough money to do everything else we needed to do. And so um, I was just prioritizing savings. So I paid Jesus, then I paid myself by putting that away in the savings account and then we'll pay the remainder of bills so that would be a great way to just say hey look let me just go ahead and put a small portion aside for me um mm -hmm. i can't save anything else this month at least i can save that and then um because the main thing is just about correcting habits um yes. so just getting in the habit of saving getting in the habit of being more mindful of your money and then once you have those habits honed in you'll start seeing more savings coming in as well because as business owners our pay fluctuates we don't get the same pay every two weeks every week or anything like that unless you have a client but they may drop off at any moment right or they their needs may change and so with that um the best way is to then say let me make sure that everything in my business is covered. But if you could just off rip, make sure that you've paid Jesus and paid yourself a little bit of something before you mm -hmm. go into all the business expenses, because there's always people as a business owner that are trying to get you to buy their thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it just, and you're just like, oh, this sounds like exactly what I need for my business. And you know, you're ready yeah. to go buy it because you're like, this is perfect. It's going to skyrocket my business to the next level. And it's just like, let me make sure I have something for myself first. Let me make sure I have it so that I can pay um, the business bills and my bills and not create a new business bill before I've already taken care of those areas. So, you know, you've paid your tithe, you've paid yourself a bit of savings, you've paid all your business and personal bills. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can either save it in the business account for additional um, funds mm -hmm. that you put into the business to grow it. Or you could put it into your personal savings account, write yourself a check um, and put it in your personal savings account for a rainy day if you need an emergency fund built up on the personal side. So either way, yeah. but you should have an emergency fund inside of your business and inside for your yeah. personal. Awesome. I will definitely take you on, on that tub and put it to action. <laughs> Thank yes. you. I love that. Um, so I have just enjoyed our talk so much today. Um, you are just like so bubbly and have such a great personality. You're like a breath of fresh air. And I just, I have loved our talk so much. So if people want to get in contact with you, what would be the best way? Best way is to find me on LinkedIn. So you'd basically go to Harmony Project and you'll find me on LinkedIn. Definitely there. And that's how we can connect. You can send me a direct message, connect with me there, and then we can take it from there. And I'm also on Instagram, um, still as Harmony. It's probably Miss Bodya um, underscore something, <laughs> but it's there. Uh, I am there on Instagram, and I'm also on uh, Facebook as well. But I'm both. Um, I'm a regular on LinkedIn and Instagram, so you'll find me on those two platforms. Awesome. Awesome. And I'll make sure that I have the link for uh, Instagram or the handle and the link for LinkedIn so that they can connect with yes. you further. Um, so oh, wow. if you guys need virtual assistant services, please reach out to Miss Harmony. She is amazing. And you know that she has a heart for God. So she's going to take great care of you. 
So it has been nice. I hope to speak to you all next week. Have a great week. Bye.